0: Follow us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen.
1: Welcome back to Live Mike. I am Lee Lonsberry. My guest this segment is Willie Ito. He, at eight years old, was relocated from his family or from his home in California, and placed in an internment camp here in Utah at Topaz, uh, that near the city of Delta here in the state of Utah. The reason we're talking about this today is that not too long ago, the uh, state of California, uh, by vote of their assembly, has apologized for the state's role in the U.S. internment of Japanese Americans, uh, so many of the 120,000 Japanese Americans uh, who were interned during World War II uh, called California. Home And my guest is one of those individuals. He spent uh, some time at Topaz here in the state of Utah. Uh, Let me ask you, Mr. Ito, before we move on uh, with your personal story, what does it mean to you to hear this news that California lawmakers have, uh, via a vote of the Assembly, apologized for their role in what happened uh, during World War II?
2: Well, I'm sure my uh, community uh, of the Japanese-Americans that were interned were were very much lessening in numbers. And, of course, I'm uh, at age 85, and I was, el- uh, I'm sorry, uh, 8 when I was interned and came out at 11. At that age, I never really realized I'm of the incarceration. It wasn't until uh, I got back and saw how some of the older people were uh, really suffering because they literally gave things away and they had to um, reestablish themselves and. Uh, even even watching my own father who had lost his business and had to reestablish himself. So, you know, it's a long. it was long overdue, but I'm very grateful that it has happened finally.
1: Outstanding. Uh, you went into the camp at Topaz here in Utah when you were eight years old, and then nine years later, you were standing face-to-face with Walt Disney. Uh,
2: what hap- what oh, yes, happened in between? Yes, that was that was quite quite an experience. see when I came back i I continued my schooling in in art, and then I was attending San Francisco City College, uh, taking an art course. But at that time, even though my love was for cartooning, I felt all my friends were getting to into substantial areas, like the most of the gals were getting into teaching. Some of my friends were in pre-med and going into engineering and architecture and whatever. And I thought to myself, my gosh, I'm going to make a living drawing silly cartoons. Um, But my art teacher encouraged me to stick with my goal because when I told him, I thought I might uh, follow a career in medical illustrating. He just looked me right in the eye and shook his head, and and so I did come up down to Los Angeles, started at the Chouinard's Art Institute, fortunately through my art teacher's recommendation. I was awarded a scholarship. But two weeks later, I was visiting Walt Disney Studio. They looked at my portfolio, and next thing I know, I was hired. And I was working on this film, uh, a little film called Lady and the Tramp. Oh,
1: a little film. <laughs>
2: I, I'm sorry?
1: I said, oh, just a little film.
2: <laughs> yeah, just a little film. And, of course, of course the most uh, irony of it is I was working on the very iconic spaghetti kissing scene. Amazing. So, really a a great start into my career.
1: Can I tell you something, uh, and I don't want to take away from your story at all, but uh, I'm the father of a brand new little baby, uh, and I've been... Thank you. Thank you so much. And uh, before even knowing that you and I would be having this conversation, I've been trying to like pick music that I think uh, she would enjoy. And uh, if I'm honest, what I have been uh, playing for her and trying to uh, sing a little bit myself as uh, my little baby Piper goes to bed each night are the Peggy Lee songs from uh, Lady and the Tramp. So to know, uh, the the, to have have spoken to the hands that drew that iconic scene, uh, I'm all the more grateful for the, the connection.
2: And then, of course, I had a very good career. Well, uh, I think I should mention that when I started or when I visited the uh, studio for the first time, I felt rather intimidated because here I spent the three years in camp and I of uh, Japanese uh, background would be accepted in what you might call all-white Hollywood. And so when I went in for my initial interview, a young Japanese fellow uh, named Iwo Takamoto uh, was present uh, when I presented my portfolio. And then after my visit, uh, the Personnel manager came out and said, well, thanks for coming in. Don't call us. We'll call you. I I have been
1: told that before.
2: Well, that's good because I had just started Chouinards, and I figure four years, I'll put together a real professional portfolio before I reapply at Disney Studios, you know. And so I really didn't expect to be hired. I just wanted to see the inside of the studio. And and uh, with my student portfolio, it gave me the ticket to. But then the first person I see in person when I step foot on the uh, uh, Disney Studio lot is Walt Disney. He steps into the elevator that I'm taking to go up to personnel. He steps in, into the elevator with an associate, they're deeply in conversation. I'm cowering in the back corner of the elevator, and he gives me a polite nod of, um, you know, uh, uh, well, he, well. anyway, they both turn around and continue their uh, conversation. And now, for the longest four-story uh, 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 elevator ride, <laughs> I'm looking at the back of Walt's head, and, and I'm thinking, "Oh my god this is this is really something else but uh, so that was my very first experience uh, seeing Walt Disney in person, but because of the fact that after I was hired, I was still in a rather low echelon, and Walt was involved now with Disneyland that was still in the planning stages. So I was there to see Disneyland actually in development. Fascinating,
1: absolutely fascinating. Uh, let me ask you real quickly, sir. We have just one moment uh, or one minute rather left in our conversation. Uh, okay. During the course of your career there uh, as an animator with Disney, what's your proudest moment?
2: Well, I I think um, I think my um, my career to be able to start my career so early uh, in age, and then working on such an iconic film. Then after, when I went to work for Chuck Jones at Warner Brothers, I uh, worked on a couple of uh, real classics of his, What's Opera Doc? and One Froggy Evening. And those two are very iconic Warner Brothers cartoons.
1: Outstanding. Uh, Mr. Ito, I am so grateful to you for taking the time to speak to us today, uh, and I am grateful to you as well as someone who grew up watching this Lady in the Tramp movie uh, for for your work on that. And I am so grateful to you for talking about uh, your trying experience as a as a young boy in a Japanese internment camp here in uh, the state of Utah. I wish you the very best, and again, well, I'm grateful you. to you I really for your time. Appreciate Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, that's Willie Ito. Spent some time in an internment camp here in the state of Utah, Topaz, uh, not long after the attacks on Pearl Harbor. Uh, and he went on to be a very successful am- animator uh, with the Walt Disney Company as well as uh, Warner Brothers. I'm so grateful uh, to him for sharing a little bit of history here on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.